0: All right. Well, this is going to be like a a little bit of a tough podcast for me because I didn't prepare prepare as much as I usually do and I've had like a like a scramble crazy kind of day. I'm going to tell you guys. Mm. Right, so so I have a new uh, a new family member. I got to
1: show you. Hold up. Well, you got a do- oh, you got a dog, bro? Uh, 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 I think a cat,
2: wasn't it? Wasn't he trying to go for a cat?
1: I thought he said he was going to get a dog. Oh, I thought it was well, a cat. We'll f- I guess we'll see right now. It's going to be a surprise to both of us.
0: It's going to be a surprise to you, but this is not the same dog from before. That's oh, a
1: dog. Huh? <laughs> oh, what is in the world?
0: It's a, it's a, what? it's not the it's not the same dog that I used to have, but it looks like her. I know it's kind of scandalous like if my old dog saw me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally the same exact so, dog. Wh-
1: it's a girl, and where did you get her?
0: I got her off someone on Craigslist. That was just... to be oh, okay. But uh, yeah, her name is uh, her name is Elora. Elora. Yeah. Actually, her her full name is Her Royal Highness the Sacred Princess Elora. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> but 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 no, do you know how old she is?
0: She's six months old. But she's a little, she's a little freaked out right now. It's her first day in my apartment. It's a little weird.
1: Oh, you know? got, got You just got, you just got her earlier, earlier too.
0: Yeah, but I'm gonna try to. She's really quiet though. I think I could still do the show, without her. Without her bothering us.
1: She wasn't barking or anything.
0: She doesn't bark yet. She's just a, she's just a little. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But, Six um,
1: Yeah. But, yeah, she's real well, cool. So I'm a, Well, congratu- go congratulations. Congratulations, Ken. You have a new am, member uh, of yeah. your household. Two, yeah, I,
0: before work, I went to go get her, and I had to, uh, like, rush over there, grab it, and I left it with my sister for the day while I was at work. So it's, like, the first time hanging out with her. But she's oh, really cool. going cool. so far. But she's young, so I don't know. Maybe she might get an attitude later. But nowadays, she just sits here. Which is kind cool of cool. Yeah, he's kind of chunky. She, she'll... Oh, he's she, a little fat. she will be a... so. Oh,
1: okay.
0: He's a little lazy, she, but that's that's fine. Fu- she's that's fine with me. I'm I'm, I'm fine she's with having same. a lazy dog.
1: She's the same breed as your other dog, right, or something, or similar breed.
0: <laughs> I know. Isn't that terrible?
2: I've I never if... seen your. i never seen your previous dog, so I. I don't remember. Maybe I have.
0: No, I don't think you met her. I used to have a dog with my ex, but when we broke oh, up no. she took the dog. But um Man. yeah, it's it's kinda I don't know, it was kinda funny to get the same exact dog. It's like as if you is this it's as if you lost a, a blonde girlfriend and you just replaced her with another <laughs> blonde girl. <laughs>
1: well, that's hilarious, dude. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well anyways, we're here to talk wrestling. We're the malapert oh, Smarks. Wrestling. we are disrespectful uh, lowlifes who've never been in the wrestling business, but we're going to start uh, making fun of them tonight for their episode <laughs> of Dynamite. <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll talk a little WWE too. You want to talk um, Roman Reigns, guys? I thought uh, we'd bring that up as our sole WWE topic for the day. Uh, Roman Reigns entering the tag title picture. What do you think about that, Vlad? Let's start with Vlad. Let me let me put let me put a minute on the clock for you, huh? Because we got to get this show done sure. quicker today. One minute. Sure.
1: Uh, what do I think about the angle of him being in the tag? I think it's 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 pretty good. Like it builds the tension with the Usos, and you know, it obviously, it continues the feud that's been was successful for them with you know with Sammy. Uh, you know, I, I I did say I was sick of it, but you know, throwing Roman in there and that kind of adds a new wrinkle to it, and you know, makes it makes it a pretty good like you know pay per view match. You know, that's going to be pretty uh, pretty interesting. You know, you know, so I, I I support it. I like it. I don't have any issues with it. I think good
0: it's, segment they had oh, on SmackDown the other day.
1: That's right. That's right. It was a good segment. It led to a lot of. You know, it was probably the only w- worthy thing of on SmackDown that I consider interesting. So yeah, you know, all in all, it's pretty good, and I have no, no problems with Angle.
0: All right, Robert, I assume you're you're caught up with what's going on. What do you think of? Roman oh, Reigns? I, I, actually, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. I didn't.
2: I didn't know that Roman Reigns was thrown into the um, tag title picture until you told me about it. The last time I watched any WWE was Backlash. And then I haven't seen any anything WWE related ever since. Um, I mean, so I, I don't I don't know the angle. I just I'm, from what I heard that he was thrown into the tag um, title picture. I Guess that's interesting, but I, I have no idea what the angle is. So, well,
0: yeah. the angle. The, let me let me fill you in for a minute since you didn't see it. Uh, he um, he says that the Usos keep failing, so it's up to him and Solo now to go. Protect the honor of of the bloodline, you know. Yeah, he thinks he thinks they can do it. So, and then he he uh, pie faced uh, Jay Uso, right? Or Jimmy? Was it Jimmy? Or Jay Flat? He pie faced one of them. Uh, it was Jimmy. It was
1: Jimmy. It was, it was Jimmy, I believe.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's an interesting angle. Um, and it, it looked like really close, like he was gonna retaliate o- about it, but he he didn't. So, um, I'll I'll put a minute on the clock myself for this i mean i i like it because i mean i like it only because roman's not going to be defending the title much lately right these days the universal title i guess that's going to be a a title that's defended once every four months or something so i guess he has time to do it i mean i always wondered why world champions didn't want to go for the tag title to just you know prove that they're really good but it's usually really hard to mix in a tag team championship run with the world title run but since he's not defending the title he's not doing crap i guess um i guess it's good you know it's, it's better than just him sitting around and uh the scenes with him and the usos are always great but when i'm just thinking when is this all gonna blow up supposedly in the end the usos are finally gonna be like that they've had enough right when is that gonna happen Next year? A year from now? I guess? Are they going to drag this out like that long? But I don't know.
2: Yeah. After Roman has held the, the title for a thousand days.
0: <laughs> Is that what they're going for? No a thousand? Maybe, maybe two thousand. Why not two thousand? Make him the greatest little, of all time.
2: It's a little too long, but okay.
0: <laughs> Alright, well, that's yeah. our WWE talk for the day. Not too much, but let's go to... Um, AW now, I assume you you watched it, Robert, because you're here today. Because usually, okay, yes,
2: I did watch it, but I um, I did doze off on a few segments, um, more so because I was really tired. You know how my schedule's been lately, right? So it it was more so because I was really tired. Hey, if it was
0: if it was really good, maybe you would have held your attention. Come on, yeah. Okay,
2: so there is gonna be stuff that I missed. I'll I'll tell you that.
0: that's that. all right I, i'll fill high. you i'll fill you in i'll fill you in don't worry about it okay. um vlad you also watched it i assume Let's I did just watch get the it. story straight here
1: morning i did watch it this morning um i kind of i didn't doze off because it was in the morning but i definitely <laughs> was trying to get was trying to get through it uh because you know just before i started you know working so i definitely forwarded it quite a bit so i did i i would say I didn't take as ample notes as I usually do on most animates, but I got the the gist of it pretty pretty clearly. So well, it was a I'm it was a loaded that. show.
0: A lot of stuff in it. I had to take notes because I wouldn't have been able to remember all this. So yeah. let's get started. Uh, let's uh, we got um, eight angles that we're gonna go through here for this, and we're gonna leave one of them out. I'll let you know which one that I didn't think was worthy of making the show. <laughs> but we'll start with this is uh May seventeenth, twenty twenty three, AEW Dynamite, and it started out with Wardlow confronting Christian, which was a hot segment in my opinion. I thought it was I thought it was gonna start with Orange Cassidy, like usual, which I wouldn't have minded. But um so Wardlow comes out to the ring and he immediately wants uh, Christian to come out and face him because Christian said some mad shit the other day, right? He said he was gonna spit in his face. Really, everyone should have been waiting for this segment, like immediately, to see like is Christian gonna spit in his face? Anyways, so this angle today had two segments. Um, it had the confrontation, the fight. Um, they were. Wardlow, uh, Wardlow was about to get spat on by Christian, but it turned into a confrontation, a physical fight, and uh, Wardlow got slammed through a ladder by Luchasaurus, and then later on in the show, they had the seg- second segment for this angle, where Wardlow was backstage in the trainer's room and hurt, and he challenged Christian to a ladder match for the pay-per-view. So, Vlad, this whole angle for the day, all of it all of it together, what do you think? I'll go with Vlad first. We'll start with Vlad. One minute.
1: Uh, phew. This is a tough one. Um, I don't know. I thought it was all right. It was pretty good. Like, it kind of kept my attention to start the show. I mean, it's better than starting the show with Orange Cassidy. And, you know, this is actually at least a wrestling segment, a wrestling situation going on here. And something that people should kind of care about you got a Christian who is a great heel when he wants to be. Wardlow, who could be a good babyface, uh, possibly. Hard to say. He has the potential. Just something's missing with that character. I don't know if it's the booking or what have you. But, you know, it ended up being you know a pretty good wrestling segment. They got some pretty good heat. They beat him up. I mean Wardlow, you know Christian and, and the dinosaur over there beat him up and uh, <laughs> uh, got some got got some good heat and um, ended up being a good segment. You know they what what did they do? They did the thing on with the ladder. They beat him up on the ladder. They hit him with the ladder. You know, all in all, not bad. I would I would say I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up on the segment overall.
0: All right, Robert. How about you? Any thoughts about this one? Do you like this?
2: Yeah, I thought it was a good way to start the show. Um... Christian was doing great heel work, and regarding Wardlow, um, I remember like a was it a year or two ago? He he had some really good momentum, but then oh, I yeah. guess, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I guess it was the booking, but then he just he just lost all of it. So he had a, he needed something interest, some sort of interesting angle to gain, regain some momentum. So I guess this is not a bad way to start. Um, but yeah, I, I I thought this was a pretty decent way to start the show.
0: All right, I'll give myself a minute because I'm a huge Christian fan. Uh, hold on, restart, restart the clock. Um, big big Christian fan. In case you didn't know, Robert, as a Smark, no. Christian is my number oh. two favorite wrestler oh, of all know. time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> love love Christian, man. I think he's so cool. He's so funny. Like that when he came out and they had that confrontation and they started jaw jacking, and. Um, he, he he was about to spit on him right he was getting the loogie ready <laughs> yeah. was, yeah, and, and then wardlow like grabs him by the throat so then they had the two-on-one thing which is which is good because in wrestling wise it makes sense because christian can't shouldn't be able to hang with wardlow in uh you know one-on-one so if he has help i think it's good uh, i think Christian has the right mind to pull this off I think it's going well this is one of my favorite things on the show I gotta say because I'm a big Jared fan too and the Jared stuff I'm not digging as much but the Christian stuff I'm freaking loving especially the last two weeks but let's move along uh we're gonna move to um right after this Orange Cassidy's music hit and business picked up baby um again over 200 views on our last Orange Cassidy video with the his the review of the Daniel Garcia match so he's getting us ratings here on Quantum Flux and um, let's uh, see how many segments he was in, involved in so he was involved in three segments okay so he had a match it was a tag match okay nothing to write home about him and Darby Allen beat two guys from the firm Bill and Lee Moriarty okay as expected, then there was a backstage interview, and he said that if anyone wants to fight him for the title, they can go ask Tony Khan, right, he's down, and then later on in the show, it's another interview with Orange Cassidy and Renee, and Renee tells him 20 people showed up (laughs) to Tony Khan's office, and Orange Cassidy says he'll take, take them all on, that's fine, 21-man battle royal at double or nothing. Vlad, what do you think of that? What a man, huh? 21 guys.
1: Yeah, I thought this wasn't your Mark show. I don't understand. (laughs) I thought you did that. You're setting up that with Robert later. Uh, Anyways, um, what did I think of this? I mean... It's silly. It's stupid. It's a battle royal. Never, AW have the worst battle royals in the history of battle royals. They're just garbage. And but it's fine because this is a garbage belt with a garbage wrestler. It's just going to take up TV time. Everybody, I don't know who's obsessed with him. I, I'm not sure what's there to like. It's fine. If people are into it, they're into it. I'm. I'm giving up on. I told you, people that are viewing that specifically for Cassidy, I've given up on society then. Uh, but whatever it is, what it is, and um, okay, you know, I mean, he's he's shown a a lot. You said he had three segments; they were all pretty ridiculous and stupid. And it was what it was. And I just I'm done. With it. I'm done. With it. I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to talk about Orange Cassidy for the rest of, for the rest. All of the show, right, but. Vlad,
0: not a fan of Orange Cassidy. Robert, come on, he's gonna take on twenty guys <laughs> at the same time. I mean, as as a smart, you gotta admit they're putting him over here. Like that's a pretty badass thing. Yeah.
2: So my opinion on that, I'll give it a orange Cassidy style thumbs up. All right, anyways, <laughs> no. Wait, well, not, in all seriousness, though, seriousness, though um, Vlad mentioned that uh, AEW doesn't do um, good battle royals. I personally am not a fan of battle royales in general. <laughs> um they, they do not really interest me because like you could clearly see uh, the majority of the wrestlers um not doing much and just like punching each other while while they, they focus on a couple of wrestlers here and there and then just, they just take turns I, I don't know I've just never been a fan so I'm not really that interested in this battle royale that's coming up that's good. That's
0: good. yeah I mean I agree with the whole battle royal thing yeah. but I gotta say as a man to accept on all comers, literally all com. Twenty people willing to fight twenty people at once. This guy what is, is it, incredible. What does it matter? It could, it <laughs> he could have said fifty people, hundred people. It well, matter. they're really it's they're really putting this people. guy over. They're putting him over, man. I mean, come on. Who says? Yeah, I'm down to take on everybody. Even MJF is like a weasel, and Corrins Casty's like fine, <laughs> easy. Well, <laughs> um. look. As silly as Orange Cassidy can be, I think this is—I think this is funny. <laughs> I don't know. I'm amused by this. I like it. Well, exactly. I, okay. It's it's, I mean, okay. It's fine, so what's wrong? Bro. What's, so wrong, what's cool. wrong with the little amusement in wrestling, man? I mean, I, as far as his matches go, I mean, I—I I mentioned this last week. Sometimes he's a little too lackadaisical, and it doesn't make sense. But. As his character is going, I think things are going well. I think this is one of the strongest periods in Orange Cassidy's career. But let's move on. Oh <laughs>
1: It's no different than what it was three years ago. How is it any different? Okay, fine. Let's move on because I don't understand what the difference is.
0: All right, I'm gonna move on. I I have a lot of notes about everything that happened in the Pillars four-way angle. There was a lot of segments here. There was five segments. Throughout the show, so Darby, real quickly, Darby was in a tag match with Orange Cassidy. They won. Yep. He won with a headlock takeover, which was a, a a deal with him and MJF. You know about them saying that one of us is going to win with the headlock takeover. I guess it's to embarrass the other one, right? Um, second segment: Sammy Guevara beat a jobber, and then he cut a babyface promo because he was in his home state, but it was kind of. okay whatever you anything you guys remember from this if you want to comment on later it's up to you um Mm -hmm. then uh, darby had a backstage interview that sammy interrupted he didn't really say much of anything of substance he said that he's gonna make it hard for everyone and that someone has to take the title off mjf and darby and and uh Sammy fist bump over that. So they have some sort of mutual respect just to get the title off MJF, I guess. Then there was Rouge versus Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy bumped around for Roosh a lot, but he ended up getting the win by pulling the trunks. Okay. And then uh, La Facción Ingobernable they uh, attacked Jungle Boy after the match, followed by saves from uh, Sammy and Darby. And then the three pillars face off in the ring and uh you know oh and then the last segment was mjf backstage was watching on screen and this was his first appearance in the last two weeks and then he got pissed off renee wanted to interview him but he just knocked the microphone out of her hand and she just stood there looking a little you know flustered so five pillars segments on our way to the pillars fatal four-way match um I guess I'll start with Vlad again, since we're going with that. Vlad, any thoughts on the Pillars angle tonight with uh, the th- two matches, they had three matches, and the promos and everything?
1: Uh, n- not Nothing positive. I can't really say, say about it. I mean, I guess Jungle Boy kind of had an interesting match with Roosh, but i didn't really care about that i saw that he i think he was he was i don't know he was bleeding but again i wasn't watching that closely at this point so i don't know what happened there if it was if it was if he gigged himself or if he what happened there in that regard no but this is one of my least favorite mjf uh um angles in the long in a while it hasn't really held my interest that much maybe because he's not always there and it just hasn't been that great I think it would have just been better with just Darby and not the other guys involved, to be honest. So it is what it is. I know they have a big thing with the pillars. It's the four branches of the company, the four youngest guys. But they're not really that interesting. I mean, Jungle Boy, Sammy, they are what they are. Darby's kind of cool in his crazy way. But, you know, it's one of my least favorite MJF angles probably, maybe ever, maybe ever. You know.
0: Interesting. All right robert how about you pillar stuff oh i dozed on a
2: on a couple of those um what i do remember is the um the darby allen and was it orange cassidy
0: right orange cassidy uh, against uh moriarty and bill i i remember that
2: that was that was fine um i like the um Roosh versus jungle boy match a little bit better i, I thought that was pretty cool i completely i I don't remember the um, Sammy Guevara part at all, so I think i was asleep at that part, point and then <laughs> and I, I i never i don't remember seeing m j f at all the whole episode, so I must have missed that too but what I do remember watching i thought it was it was fine
0: all right all right, so there goes robert's opinion on the pillars i mean i will say uh yeah the roost jungle boy match i'll I'll agree with vlad a little bit. It was interesting cuz they let Rouge kind of get um get the spotlight early on, dominate, made him look good, you know. I I don't understand Rouge really. It's a character they they kind of sort of push, but they don't really do anything with. But other than that, I'm kind of with Robert. This was like a night where there seemed to be a lot of matches. It was stacked in terms of matches and angles, but a lot of them kind of made me lose interest, you know. Um like we'll see later on like there was there were some other matches that kind of made me not fall asleep but you know tough to tough to watch kind of and then um the derby orange cassidy match i thought was okay him winning with the headlock takeover you know okay continuing that old angle but probably no one really knows what the hell they're talking about um mjf backstage segment like real quick i guess they pre-taped that a long time ago yeah there wasn't that much in this here for us so I'm kind of in agreement with Vlad too I know we're out of time but I think um, these pillars are kind of getting maybe pushed a little too early like they, they've they never been in an angle like this you can't just throw someone into the world title scene and they haven't even had like you know these are Jungle Boy's first promos, Sammy's first real important promos so um, I don't know maybe it's good practice for them in the future maybe they'll get better but yeah, I, I don't
2: feel like it's too early. They have to develop them at some point, right? So I, I think this is Yeah, going but to in this scene team... Yeah, I think it is gonna be an ongoing thing. Is this this is just the like the early stages of their rivalry.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. That could be possible. But I think they should kinda of put them in prominent feuds. Like Sammy hasn't been in one prominent feud before this, basically, other than like T N T title stuff with right. Scorpio Sky or Matt Hardy or something like that. But um, I don't know. To me, it just kind of—it just kind of seems rushed for them. But that's just my opinion. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. All right. We got uh, the elite. By the way, this this episode of Malapart Smarks is being brought to you commercial-free today, for your listening pleasure. No, no sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> we, we couldn't land a sponsor. We, a need,
1: we don't even need sponsors. Who needs them?
0: We need sponsors. Somebody,
1: no, need anybody, sponsors anybody wants, wants help. to sponsor us I, is what no, helps. We need I money. We need sponsors.
0: <laughs> All right. We moving continue, on.
1: We continue on.
0: We continue. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's try to do a good show. So maybe someone will want to sponsor us. Um, yeah. We got the elite angle with the Blackpool Combat Club. This was also two segments today. So it started out very, very early in the show where... The Blackpool Combat Club um, jumped the Young Bucks in the parking lot, okay? And um, later on in the night, actually, to close the show, Tony Schiavone introduces Don Callis. He said it gave him no pleasure to introduce Don Callis. (laughs) Uh, I thought that was a funny line. Uh, So he has some security with him because he's expecting Kenny Omega to retaliate. Um, Callis said, quote, unquote, he doesn't want to talk about what he did to him. He wants to talk about what Kenny did to him. Because after everything that he's done for Kenny, and then he gets cut off. So we don't know what Kenny did to him. I was listening. I wanted to know. But, okay, we don't know. Um, Moxley uh, starts to fight the security guards, trying to get to Callis. But um, uh, what's it called? Omega, I'm sorry, yeah. And then the Blackpool Combat Club come in to wipe them out, and then the Young Bucks come in to join Kenny Omega, but they're still outnumbered, which leads to Adam Page returning and rejoining the Elite as a retaliation for getting screwdrivered by the Blackpool Combat Club the other day, and they cleaned house, and and, uh, what's his name? Page cut a really fiery promo. And he's officially back in the Elite. And Anarchy in the Arena is what we're going to get. Not Blood and Guts. I, for a second, I, I thought it was going to be Blood and Guts. But it's going to be Anarchy in the Arena at the pay-per-view. So we got uh, two segments for this feud today to review. Anything you want to say about any of it, we'll start with... because you have seniority here, I guess.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> man... I don't know what to say about this because you know, these are like two of my least favorite groups, and uh, boy, it's it's hard, man. It's hard because I, I know a lot. I mean, I like individuals that are in this group, like nobody on the league that I, I like, but I like, you know, I like, uh, Brian Danielson, of course, and you know, Cesaro, uh, but. This is this is not good, guys. This is there's nothing good about this. He comes. Adam Page runs in with a uh, his eye patch. I couldn't even remember what happened to that guy. I was like, why? Why is he not okay? Then you I they stabbed
0: him, him right? in the eye with a screwdriver. Uh, <laughs> Duh.
1: Whatever, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, as 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 you will do in wrestling, you stab somebody in the eye uh, with a screwdriver. Duh. Well, that happens all the time. Anyways, anyways, whatever, man. I don't. I, I'm gonna leave it there. I, I don't have anything positive to say, so it it just was what it was.
0: Robert, anything positive to say about this feud? Do you like it at all? Well, um, first of all, I I actually do like both groups. I
2: just don't like the angle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of uh, both groups, and um, especially uh, Brian Danielson is one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, but I don't know the this angle is just not doing it for me. Um, I am still looking forward to their matches, though, and I think um, ultimately what what I'm looking forward to is a, I think what they're going to build up to is a, a rematch between Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega at some point, which I would love to see because I really like their first fight. Um, but I don't know that the angle is just meh for now. Hopefully, it gets better. Um,
0: yeah, I mean. Uh... It's kind of interesting to me that Danielson hasn't been really involved physically. If you look closely, he kind of, like, weaseled his way out of that brawl. Like, kind of just didn't even... He doesn't get involved. The other guys are are beating people down. I don't know. Maybe he's not cleared physically or something. Or he has, like, a non-physical clause for the moment or something like that. I have no idea. I just thought that was interesting. Other than that, yeah, the angle about, you know the Blackpool Combat Club trying to teach the kids by you know, throwing them into the fire and all that. And you know, I guess it hasn't really been doing it for me either. And some of these guys are just they're they're in that Bret Hart's, you know, school of they're not treating this seriously enough. You know that's that's an issue with some of these guys in this in, in this particular feud and uh the Young Bucks in particular. So it if they're trying to make it serious, it's just not coming off as serious to me and uh, i don't want to beat on it too much cuz they're trying you know danielson with the whole amateur thing it's kind of it's 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 kind of true but it's not really smacking to a lot of people is what i'm hearing but maybe some people really like it let's move on from the elite we got um what do we got here okay let's move on to the tag title angle the tag team titles I don't think we've talked to Robert about this angle much at all. It's uh, FTR against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, so
2: I completely missed this. I was all right. I was out after, during this
0: angle. Bye, <laughs> then. I'll, I'll give you a bit of a summary then. Okay. So Tony Schiavone's in the ring, and uh, he's going to interview Jeff Jarrett and everybody. And they come out, and as soon as they come out in on the entrance ramp, FTR attack them and throw. Satinam Singh off the stage, <laughs> which was pretty funny, I thought. Um, he takes a huge bump off the stage into a table. And then Dax gets into it with Jay Lethal, starts ripping off his nice clothes. He's wearing, like, these really nice pants and really nice shirt. It's just destroying it. And then uh, Cash is messing up Jeff Jarrett, hits him with the chair. The, the challengers here are really getting screwed up. And guess who comes in for the save is Jeff Jarrett's wife, Karen Jarrett, the greatest wife you could have. She low blows Cash Wheeler, <laughs> and turns the tide. And then uh, they all get hit with guitars and choke slammed by Satnam Singh. So guitar smash for both Dax and Cash, and they come out on top thanks to the lovely and beautiful Karen Jarrett. So Vlad, what do, what do you think about the, this whole segment here with? Uh, the tag team title guys getting uh, into a brouhaha, FTR and Jeff Jarrett and Jay legal
1: You know, it wasn't, I mean, okay, I did laugh when uh, Dax threw that, Was his name, Spotman Singh? I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah. It was, kind of, it was a, core, it, was a core, it was a pretty choreographed spot, like he was just standing there and he kind of rushed him and pushed him and he, he flew on like some kind of, you know, it wasn't really, it didn't look that great, you know, but it was kind of funny. I laughed more than, like, I was like, oh, my God. But as far as the angle, uh, you know, it's, it was all right. It, it got some, I guess it got some heat on the heels. But, it, you know, but there was a lot of stuff like this throughout the show, a lot of run-ins, a lot of, a lot of afterbirth after the sh- after the matches, a lot of people getting beat up. You know, it was a constant theme throughout the, the show, so... Eh, you know, I mean, I think it'll be a good match, and, you know, they'll put on a good show. These are pretty good wrestlers, good workers, but, eh, it, it is, you know, again, it's just more kind of, there's a little bit of silliness mixed in with that, and I'm not really too fond of that. Well,
0: Robert, I know you didn't watch this segment, but I don't know if you have any thoughts on this feud at all. Hey
2: when i when i woke up um i just caught the like the last few seconds i, I saw um karen right karen right me. <laughs>
0: karen um, karen, um, karen jerry I yeah
2: she used to be yeah, karen Angle. She, she was in the ring and i saw like a broken guitar i saw ftr like lying down in the ring so i i woke up and I'm like what did i miss <laughs> I, don't I don't know I i don't have any thoughts on this <laughs> <laughs> well You know what? That was my thought. What
0: What did I miss? That's it. Well, well, I'll give you my thoughts. You know, Jeff Jarrett is my favorite wrestler of all time, of all times. And uh, I'm just so I'm so blessed to be in 2023 and get to have like Christian segments and Jeff Jarrett segments. Like I should really love these shows. Really, I mean, if if it was a little better, it would be nice. But I was very happy. To, I was I was more inclined for the Christian stuff to be honest than this stuff just because the whole angle is kind of screwy and silly. But I was very happy to see Karen Jarrett back, uh, formerly Karen Angle. I don't know if you knew that, Robert. He I, I married. Knew you knew that, yeah. Knew that. She's she's so she's so funny. But I I I was a big fan of her in TNA. I know some people think she's annoying, but. Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett are my style of wrestling, man. They they know how to get heat, and uh, I'm I'm I was happy to see her, but overall with this with this um, angle, you know, yeah, it's it hasn't really been worked extremely perfectly. But I'm still happy to see Jeff Jarrett. I don't think it was it was great, but I'll take a guitar shot to the head any day. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, we got. Tony Storm and Ruby Soho with Soraya versus Sheeta and Britt Baker. This was a grudge match, for real, because last week um, the good guys got over on uh, the heels, the outcast. They got uh, they got spray-painted and beat up and humiliated, so this was a chance for the heels to get something back. A lot of Soraya interference, and in the end, uh, Tony Storm uh, spray-paints Britt Baker pile drives her for the win. Um and then there were two more segments that had to do with this angle. There was a video review that showed how Jamie Hater got injured and then there was a backstage interview with Tony Storm who was all fired up and challenging Jamie Hater to a title title match at the pay-per-view. So I got thoughts on this match and the promo, but I'll go with you guys first. Vlad, anything? Okay. You don't have to use the whole minute if you don't want to. You know.
1: No, 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 yeah, no. I'll just say that. Uh, you know, I said before that. You know, I was hoping that this would be the segment, the angle that you'd skip when you said that you're going to skip one of the segments. <laughs> I am really down and not feeling anything that's going on with the women in AW. I mean, individually, there, some of them are pretty good; like they're okay. Uh, but this whole feud I said has been n- nonsensical and silly from the get-go. I mean. I know they want to be taken seriously, and I know all that stuff. But, you know, they they they're trying to take pride in some of their work. I don't know where the disconnect is between me and these angles, but it's just not happening for me, man. It's just not. I'm not feeling it. Some of them are solid. Some of them are okay as far as individual characters, like you know Britt, Jamie Hayter, who's injured. I don't know if she, it's. I'm guessing it's a legit injury. I don't know. Tony Storm is kind of good. Otherwise, this thing is a this thing's a disaster honestly so i don't I, i'll leave it at that let's leave it at that.
0: Robert did you catch any of this or were you sleeping yeah, so
2: i'm gonna keep this very brief this
0: is not one of the
2: segments that i fell asleep uh, that i was asleep on but i wish i was <laughs> 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 that's
0: it oh, all right all right that's well that's fair <laughs> well let me say I t- completely disagree with both of you. First of all, the match I think this was one of the better women's matches I've seen. If you start when they when they started going home and you cut out everything else that was in this feud and just start there. I thought this was pretty good. It was worked well with the interference. Finally they had some good timing with the referee. I thought it was exciting. I thought the ending of this match was good and solid. Some of the best women's stuff I've seen on AEW. And then, also, I, I can't believe you guys wouldn't say anything positive about Tony Storm's promo. Because um, she was jacked up, fired up. Watch this promo again. I think this was as textbook as a promo can be. I can't say anything ra- bad about this promo. This Jamie Hayter pro- or uh, excuse, excuse me. Tony Storm promo. Challenging Jamie Hayter. I thought... It was, was about, it was really good, really that good. That
2: was about that was about as animated as I've ever seen her, or that I can yeah. remember.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. dude, totally. I, well, if,
2: it, if you want to talk about the promo, then yeah, that was fine. Uh, but I was thinking more so of the match. Um, I don't know. For for me, the the women's division in WWE is like so much better. <laughs> um, like so, I'm used to that. You know, standard. I don't think AEW um, matches up well with uh, WWE's women's division, so I don't know.
0: Well, of course not. In that case, (laughs) yes. I agree with you. But I thought this was better than most women's segments in AEW personally. I mean, maybe you guys just are so down on them that you kind of just don't pay attention to it anymore. But, um, all right, let's move on. We got uh, Tony Khan's announcement finally that he announced last week that he was going to announce that there was going to be an announcement. Um, so Vlad was right; it's going to be uh, a collision on Saturday, June seventeenth. Is that coming up next month? A month from now? Next, okay. Yeah. Next. At eight p.m. Eastern, I'm I'm assuming. So uh Probably. Now that it's official, Vlad, are you ready for another hour of AEW every week?
1: Oh, boy. Oh, joy. Well, look, can <laughs> we, <we're laughs> Rampage, at least? I mean, not that I, have, not that I watch it, but can we just touch the cord on Rampage? I hear that they've cut the cord on, like, these YouTube shows. Did you? Is that break your heart, down? Because I know you're watching these YouTube shows.
0: Actually it does. To be honest, I I really liked seeing like indie wrestlers on there that were getting like chances to to do jobs, but you know, it, yeah. it was well, fun yeah. it was fun to see them work.
1: Uh the only way the show's going to be at all worth it is if if there is any truth to CM Punk coming back and being involved in being heavily featured on that show. If it's <laughs> just going to be more aw stuff that's going on on Continuation of what's going on on Dynamite, then just shoot me in the head, because that is that might be the last straw. That, that might be that might be it. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'll be back. I don't know if I'll recover from that.
0: Well, Robert, what about you? Can you fit this into your busy schedule?
2: It's gonna be a struggle, uh, cause. I I just don't see myself watching a wrestling show every Saturday night. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll try to watch as much of it as I can, but I I think I'll be missing out on a lot of them. Um, if CM Punk was really gonna be part of it, I'll, you know, I'll make more of an effort, but we'll see. Um, however, let me, let me go back to the announcement. What he did announce was came to, as like absolutely no surprise. Like I think everybody saw that coming. But there, there was one thing that caught me off guard. He was naming like uh, cities and states that the collision, um, where the collision is gonna happen, the um, AEW collision show. And then there was one, uh, one city or state that I, I thought was pronounced Regina, but he pronounced it Regina. <laughs> and I'm like, Regina.
0: <laughs> Dude, you, I remember that. Yes, like, okay, I so caught you, that. It got, it got your attention. Too, so I'm like, <laughs> Is it really? I didn't write it down, but I
2: laughed. It's I funny to, that you I'm mentioned. Like, is he serious? He's saying that with his <laughs> straight like, is that is that really how it's
0: pronounced? Dude, you're right. I gotta go back and see if there's backlash about that online. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> good. Hey,
1: good oh, pickup, Robert. Good it, good.
0: good pickup. Good pickup. Oh. Well, I will say yes. I am. I am struggling as a wrestling podcaster to keep up with all these shows i can i can't watch nxt and i can't watch new japan i will admit i've i've tried to but in the end it's just too much to keep up with and um i mean if you get you guys are just basically saying that you want the main angles to be on collision so you could just watch for an hour every week right and then screw everything else i mean we're going to have to recalibrate how we what day we do our podcast too cuz you know, if we're going to, maybe we have to do it on Saturday night now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, why are they screwing with us, okay? Can't they just do it on Dynamite? What the heck is this? I mean, I I don't know. I better be good. That's what I'll tell you. If it's good, then I'll forgive everything, right? If it's good, we don't care. Well, I'll watch it anytime. I'll watch it in freaking Tuesday morning if it's good. I don't, ca- I don't really care. But uh, it better be good if they're going to make us go out of our way to watch this. Anyways, let's move on. I got one last angle here before you guys head off to sleep. It's Chris Jericho against Roderick Strong. Um, they fought. Uh, it was a, a what is it? A false Count Anywhere match in the arena or something? No DQ? Oh, what did they call it? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I think I'm it was
1: yeah, what did they call it? Well, it basically was a false count anywhere match. Like, you could
0: you could get a pin anywhere. So they fought up to the concourse. Uh, he, the, Roderick Strong took a suplex through a table, really standing up for his friend here, Adam Cole, um, into the stairwell. They were in the stairwell. That was kind of funky. Um, Roderick Strong with the Mr. Softy uh, ice cream into chris jericho's face um then they went outside the arena which jim Cornette called this i was watching listening to jim cornett last week he said how much you want to bet they go outside of the arena and they're out there because they can't be in the arena so yeah that's what happened they fought all the way outside and then adam cole was there and they kicked jericho's ass and pinned him but um anything you have to say about this match Vlad? i got my own thoughts but i'll go with you first
1: um i mean i don't know man i honestly like i said i was forwarding a lot this was not one this is the one dynamite i did not watch that closely so i missed maybe some of the little things like uh tony khan mispronouncing stuff or maybe some (laughs) stuff like that uh some hilarious situations like that but you know this was i guess from what i saw this was okay if you're gonna have like a garbage match for no apparent reason and this is Roderick Strong's really first singles match in the company and it's, and it's, uh, this is what he's doing. I mean, I guess it's all right. I mean, if it's going to build into an angle with Cole, man, I don't know. I'm trying to stay a little bit positive on it, but it's hard because Jericho's involved. I just don't know, man. I don't know where any of this, is. I don't know where anything is going in AEW. It just doesn't seem like anything is really catching my eye that much or interesting. So, uh, I mean, I hope for the best because I like Adam Cole as a like as a person, but man, I don't know. I just don't know.
0: Robert, did you? What did you think of this match? It was okay. Um, I thought, I
2: thought Jericho was going to win though. Um, I felt like um, they kind of had to build him up as a threat to Adam Cole, right? So he he'd have to, he he would have to get a win over uh, his Adam Cole's friend. good point that's what i I predicted would happen so i didn't the way it turned out i didn't see that one coming but but as a match it was fine
0: well i will say that since this is like really the first uh, time they spotlighted uh, roderick strong i liked his work i like his punches you know i think they look um, they look pretty good i'll say i'll say that I like how he stands up for his friends, I think that's admirable, you know, who would go through all this for, you know, <laughs> for, well, Vlad, would I fight someone like this in a death match To if somebody beat up your girlfriend? I don't know, maybe I would. I but that's because you're my best maybe, friend, so.
1: <laughs> Maybe, maybe, you probably, probably not. Okay,
0: I, the thought I had while this was going on was, this is good, okay, like, the the battle they're having is pretty good. But shouldn't this be Adam Cole having this battle with Jericho and not Roderick Strong? Like this seems like the off that they that they would have had if yeah, it was Adam Cole. Cause where, cause and
1: where do they go now? Where do they go from here now? Like, what, yeah, I don't remember, yeah. That
0: just I, I also like uh, <laughs> I also like Robert's point about uh, Jericho losing, because uh, yeah, you think you think he you think he was he would trying to get heat for this feud and and the match they're going to have, but I guess that means he's going to do something pretty evil next week to get his heat back. I guess it's going to go back and forth. That's what I'm guessing because if this is the end and he's already been humiliated and lost then where was JAS? Where was Jericho Appreciation Society? Shouldn't they have been waiting outside the arena too? So that was disappointing uh, from his boys. But, alright, well um, I guess that's pretty much all our thoughts on a W. The one angle I skipped was the main event, Jay White versus um, yeah. Ricky Starks, which uh, yeah. to me oh, was one of the was yeah it was one of the worst matches of the night. I don't I, if you guys really want to say anything about it, I'll let you. But it was a long match, and it had a fuck ending, and not 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 that one of the guys got fucked. The audience got fucked because <laughs> they made us they made us sit through a match. Where in the end Ricky Sark said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna hit him with the chair just because I'm frustrated." So what the hell did we watch sit through that match for? I mean, uh, my least favorite angle I think. So in in this, out of out of everything we listed, even even Orange Cassidy and everything, and that sucks for Robert because this is his, his Bullet Club boys and they're using his name. They're coming out as Bullet Club Gold, but this this story sucks. And I, I don't want to I don't want to be mean like that because you know I'm. I'm I'm not in the wrestling business and I have no right to talk. But you know, I'm just saying it as as a, as an audience member, and I'm not enjoying this one at all. I, I think there's nothing there for me. But uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. I think that was uh, that was pretty succinct. We're under an hour. That's good. Uh, we have some extra time. You guys want to take a sports break? Vlad, what about the Lakers?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> oh God! Oh man! Down 2 zero now.
0: At our at the time of our recording, this I mean, they almost they looked like they were gonna have this one. They looked yeah. like they could have had this one. They were up for a lot of it. Are you disappointed? Yeah. Uh, do you think I, I, do you think they're gonna uh, come back?
1: Uh, well, I think I mean I'm disappointed in the in their fourth quarter play because they played pretty well up until the beginning of the fourth where they kind of fell apart. They did try to get back. They got back into the game, though, again, and cut it to two with, like, a little over a minute left. But it was a little too late. I mean, they they were outscored 20-5 to five in the first six and a half minutes of the fourth. You're not going to win against a pretty good team on the road like that. Uh, you know, Murray got hot, made a, a bunch of tough threes. I mean, they're a good team. Denver's a really good team. I mean, that's just the bottom line. I mean, we were right there for both games. We had an opportunity to win both, uh, so I do. I don't think it's over. I think Denver has obviously the advantage because of 2-0, But I think the Lakers could easily win the next two games at home, and then it just becomes easily a dog. Well, I think they easily could. I'm not saying they're going to easily win. What I mean is, I wouldn't be surprised if it's two two going back to Denver. But um, I, yes, disappointed because they could have won one of these two games, and then they'd be in great shape. But not disappointed in the sense that I think it's all like a hope is lost. I think there's there's still some fighting Lakers and I think they can they could still make this a series.
0: Before you came on, Robert said the same thing. He thinks they still have a chance. Yeah. Look and I in, in both games, um
2: it was it was very, very close and you right. know, the Lakers lost on the road and barely lost. So so, so sometimes it's not just the loss, but like how you lose and it's not it's sure. not like they were um, It's not like it, it wasn't anywhere near competitive, right? I so saw I I do mm-hmm. they still have a chance I mean, it's not as great of a chance as you know, if they actually got a split obviously Of well, course, of course, but, of course. but the, the chance is still there
0: Well, when Robert said that they still he thought that they still had a chance I told them, yeah, they still have got some kind of chance. They've got no chance. No chance. This series is over, bro. It's over. Nuggets and five. If you wanted to win, you should have won one of those two games. How many more chances do you think you're going to get? That was your chance right there.
1: Yeah, because series are always over when the home team wins the first two uh, games in the series. That's that's the way it's always gone historically.
0: Denver's Denver's gonna get one of these next two at least. They're gonna get one of these next two, and they're gonna finish it out in Denver. Mark my words on. I mean, it's, Quantum awesome. Flux. I'm, not it's
1: I'm not. I'm not saying it's impossible, but based on what I saw in the first two games, I don't. I don't think so. I think Philly Chris can definitely win in, in LA. So I'm not. I definitely don't think that's a lock. that Denver's gonna win one of one of these. Uh, I mean, they lost two games to to Phoenix, and I think Phoenix is a worse team than the Lakers. So I don't think that this is... I don't think this is over. I'll just all right, Lakers
0: all right, ahead. all right. You positive Laker fans, you. That's good. That's cool. We, we. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that it's not over. Not so yeah. much that they're going to win the series. Uh, you know, I think it'd be pretty amazing if they did end up coming back and winning four games. I'm just saying that I think they can... They can get it back to Denver 2-2, I think. I, I actually think that that can happen.
0: Well, I agree with you that it's not over. It's not really over until, you know, the last whistle blows.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously until you lose your fourth game. I get that. I'm odds,
2: say- the odds are not in the Lakers' favor at the no, moment. No, of course but not, of course But it's not. not. It's not like an insurmountable thing to you know come back and win the series.
0: Does anyone want any of you want to say that you think the Lakers are going to win? Come on, give me give me something that I could put on I'm Instagram. Not, I mean, I'm not willing to make a bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they can
2: win. I've heard it's impossible.
1: Yeah, I mean, for the day, I, I, I expect them to come back tied two-two. I didn't, but I did not say I expect them to win the whole series. Because oh, you expect
0: I, them to come back tied two-two? All right, well, that's that's something right there. That's so you guarantee the Lakers are going to win the next two games.
1: I mean, if you want me to say it, fine. I'll say that. You could put that. <laughs> in say it
2: the way, way. Charles Barkley said. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I guarantee. <laughs> Are going to be tied two two when we get back go back to Denver.
0: All right. When's that next game? When is that game? Saturday. Is it on Saturday? Game,
1: game
0: three is Saturday. Shit. All right. Well, I'll see if I can watch it. I might have to work that night, but we'll see. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate this more than you can imagine. And uh, let the let's uh let's think of more different things to talk about. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with more topics for the later newer shows today. All we talked about was AEW, because I had this situation with the dog. I couldn't really spend any time preparing anything. But hopefully in the future, we'll talk some more wrestling, some more classic wrestling. The modern wrestling, I guess we got to talk about, too, because it's new and it's in the news. But thank you guys for uh, being here on the show with me, man. I love you guys. No, All
1: right, Karen. It's good <laughs> being here, man. Oh, you're giving us the... Just too 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 stuck.
0: No, no, this is the uh, the bullet club.
1: (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) No, no, no! If we're not doing the NWO thing, then
0: (laughs) it's now the bullet
1: club thing. It's yeah,
0: the bullet club. No,
1: (laughs) (laughs) the bullet club gold. The bullet club elite. The bullet club my ass. Okay, whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Stop it, Vlad. A lot of our fans are bullet club fans. Come on. Yeah, well. All right, guys. Well, I'll talk to you next week. Good night, uh, Vlad. Good night, Robert. Have a good night.
1: All right. Take care, guys. See you. All right,
0: bye.